I am your host, Jaleel, a.k.a. Juju, and these are the Purple Room Reviews, and I'm here to give y'all some news and a little bit of background on none other than Zay Wap himself, Isaiah Rashad, TDE's own, Mr. The House is Burning himself, Sonny himself, you know what I'm saying? So please, enjoy the episode. Now, to give a little bit of background on Isaiah, he's from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he signed with TDE back in 2013. Now, I think for a lot of the bit of the SoundCloud and the late end of the blog era, you know, period of time in rap, and this is the 2013 to 2015 circa around that time, right? There was the BT Hip Hop Awards, and they usually always come on in September, October, around that time. That particular year, they were going with Cruz, and I believe ASAP did one, ASAP Mob. I want to say, I would have to go back and look, but I do remember them doing one. But it was TDE who probably had the best. And we had Q, Soul, Kendrick, and Isaiah. I want to say J-Rock did one, too. Like, I'm pretty positive everybody. And SZA was kicking it in the back. But there was a dude, randomly, and I and I guess I wasn't fully into him, but I don't think it was announced just yet. That was how they debuted Isaiah. But it was a random dude. They were like, oh, it's Kendrick. It's not Kendrick. Whoa, okay. But he's he, he flowing, though. And he's he had a... I don't even think it was a melody. I'm, I'm going to go back and watch again. And I invite y'all to go and, you know, watch it yourselves. But there was something about the way he performed. And it could have been a freestyle, but, you know, it was the ciphers. But it was... I guess this is my favorite word right now, but it was intriguing. It was interesting. It made me want to go and see who this was. And this is almost 10 years ago now, right? I don't remember if I did or not, but I do know I've been a fan ever since. And then I, it was January 28th, Sylvia Demo came out, his first, you know, quote unquote, major label debut for the most part, right? And we have been hooked ever since, and it started with Ronnie Drake, then we have R.P. Kevin Miller, um, Brad Jordan, you know, which for the longest until Scarface put his book out, did not know that it was Scarface, you know, of Ghetto Boys, Houston, right, but it was just something about the way he put slang, and then still kind of sung or you know we had a hum about him but he's still rapping and he's still spitting and over the years you know between each project he you know the best way he kind of put it himself when it was an interview he did with Complex with Natasha Martinez right and he explains the house is burning you know he's getting ready to release this is last year 2021 but he's talking about a lot of the songs that he's dabbled in. Like, that's kind of verbatim. 
but, you know, all the songs that we've come to know him to play with and, you know, experiment, you know, like a lot of artists do, right? And everything is fine-tuned on top of trying new stuff. And I can definitely say I do hear that on The House is Burning. And I will get into The House is Burning a little bit later. But imagine hearing all of that at the beginning. And again, this is a running, you know, it's a, I think this is a value for me is I enjoy watching progression. I enjoy, you know, witnessing someone's growth, it's, you know, especially when it comes to an artist or an act, you know, their music, their style. And there's, you know, and I guess sometimes, yes, it can be bad and, you know, that's more subjective. But if you're a fan and all an artist has done ha- is, you know, constantly at least try, if not get good at something else, I think this is the reason why we all really fuck with Tyler. His sound has drastically changed over the years. But for the most part, it's the that theatric and very big and opera and very cinematic type of music that he makes and now he has the videos to even go with it which he's had from the get-go you know it was Wolf Haley right directing but we've got to watch that since 2010 2011 and Zay really isn't that far behind and you have to respect it and it's something I thoroughly enjoy and appreciate you know getting to watch but you know that's Pretty much the gist on Isaiah Rashad, if you don't know. You know, in between Sylvia Demo and The House is Burning, we have The Sun's Tirade, which at one point, really up until um, The House is Burning, was my favorite album that I played so much that I stopped listening to it. But every time a track comes on, whenever What's Wrong comes on, you know, whenever For the Squad come on, Free Lunch, you know, Rope. A.A. Park. Clearly, this is one of my favorite albums. (laughs) Especially by him, you know, of course, right? But definitely, if I have to, you know, when I'm tasked with going and finding and listing some of my favorite albums of the 2010s, Isaiah Rashad, he he definitely uh, cracks that list at some point. But we're going to, I want to shift to just some of the different points and standards of Isaiah Rashad, if that makes sense. And if it don't, roll with it. We're going to get there. But what I meant by that is when you check into these Isaiah Rashad albums, and I think there's, he has a couple mixtapes as well, and there is an EP that I think was an album, but it came out before so it's kind of hard to find. Depends on what streaming service you go on. But the main constants you find is going to be J-Rock. Because he was on the Shot You Down remix on Sylvie Demo. Titty and Dalla on The Sun's Tirade. And then on The House is Burning, he's with Jay Worthy on um, True Story. But I don't know what about their chemistry 
And again, you know, I was talking about Westside and Joey, you know, in the last episode. I, I can't pinpoint, but I think the best way to describe it would be J-Rock was, you know, the first signing. He was the first in TDE, but, you know, he, I guess you could say, played his position. And again, looking at the progress and growth, you know, he sat and waited and 9005, you find Zay on J-Rocks. This is supposed to be his debut album, you know, at that time. Don't know what's going on. But that was a different time where I wasn't, he wasn't rapping, but he was just on a hook. But they both, you know, flowing and they hidden certain pockets. But, and I know I kind of jumped, but it just seemed very veteran rookie kind of thing. And to that point, Zay being, he's, I think it was him and SZA officially, they were the first generation of new signees to TDE. And J-Rock being, you know, the first one, you know, we took Zay under his wing the same way, you know, him and Kendrick were kind of growing up. And I think in that kind of way, if everybody were to kind of see it like that, you understand where the Isaiah Rashad and Kendrick Lamar, you know, comparisons kind of come in. They're both very, I don't want to say sensitive, but more emotional and they're in tune with not the feminine side, but there's just a softer, you know, POV to being a man and just being a person and dealing with certain emotions. And they both tap into that musically and just as people. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of Kendrick Lamar, him being in TD, you know, being the star, you know, formerly, I guess you could say, you know, he's over in PG Lang. But Kendrick is another uh, consistent collaborator. Maybe not as much as we want or know. I'm not sure how it goes, but of course, they're on What's Wrong in the Sun's tirade. And you hear, I think there's a couple of vocals throughout the house is burning. But I'd like to imagine that they might have more in the tuck somewhere. And he does pop up. I think the song is called Prayer or The Prayer on Music for the Vibers. Foreshadow. But I would like to hear more, you know, just more music, period, from the two of them together. I think they do, like I said, they have, they are in that lane of providing, you know, a different perspective to, you know, what's the word? Because I don't, I don't want to say um, masculinity, that's the word. Thank you. You know, just got to think, you know, get to turn it, right? But of any collaborators, you know, especially as artists, we have to talk about Zay and SZA. You know, this goes to Ronnie Drake. This goes to all of, you know, what was on Control and um, SZA's first um, album or EP, whatever it was. And then SZA always coming up on every Zay project that we have out right now. So it's safe to say I hope, you know, they keep making music. I hope Zay, you know, comes up on... um, Scissors upcoming album whenever that comes, you know, her and her and um top be going through it sometimes, you know, Twitter, right? But of all of those, one of the new 
sounds, I guess you could say, we're hearing Isaiah over is the production of Cal Banks. And we're starting to hear him everywhere. You know, Cal produced Walking by Denzel Curry. But then Cal did uh, for... He did headshots. I had, to, I had to read my notes. I'm sorry. But he did headshots because I do forget it because I get, I get confused. But he did what you said as well. And I mentioned what you said because, again, Zay and Scissor being a part of that first gen of new TDE signees. Last year's new signee to TDE, Dochi. This is some pretty positive. Her first introduction on any TD track or album or, you know, maybe there's some writing or, you know, whatever. But she's also the first female rapper. And so that alone right there, I'm excited to see where Zay being now even more of a veteran can take and help her, you know, as a label mate and now a friend and whatnot. And then you have SZA being, you know, the first lady of TDE, you know, she gets the best of both worlds in that way. But also, just want to mention Zakari as well. Him and Zay, they got they got they got like that young nigga energy, and so they just writing, they just making shit, and they doing it. After this new song, Zakari, I think he's putting out an album. It's coming out soon, and um, they got a new track called Bliss that came out at the beginning of um, July. Oh my God! Like you got to get in the car and let that bitch bump. Zay, he he talking that shit. Got the got the voice effects on there. But I think out of all of, between, you know, him himself and all of these collaborators, right, what makes the, what makes that better, per se, is the fact that he is strong enough to stand out on his own as an artist. He doesn't, you know, get washed per se, you know, lyrically, you know, we're just rapping period and, you know, just performances on a song like, oh yeah, this is still a Zay song. I still think he did better than Kendrick, you know, on what's wrong. And a lot of people like that Kendrick verse at a point in time where Kendrick was in between to Pimp a Butterfly and Damn, I believe, right? Or Untitled Unmastered, whatever you want to say. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> But you put that with, so what, another artist who can stand alone and, you know, sustain themselves, but then someone who maybe, not not to say can't or doesn't, but who isn't doing that yet. Let's put it like that. So let's say Adochi, she, she hasn't done it like that, in the, you know, on TV yet. She still has to put out a project, which we're excited to hear. He helps elevate without, you know, shaming or making them feel bad. You know, it's it's complimentary whenever you hear him, you know, on a song with somebody. And it makes you want to go listen to that other artist or keep listening to Zay. If it's him featuring you on a song, you you got to go back and listen to Zay because you're like, damn, like, that, that nigga's nice, man. And... Again, this is something that I think him himself would say he's worked on and, you know, practicing 
as a fan, you know, thinking of what, or as an artist, what emotion or what feeling do I want my fans to feel or have when they listen to my music? And I like to think that this is one of those feelings because of all of these collaborators, some way, somehow, they found a way to make some of the smoothest and chillest music to really, truly vibe to while having some of the heaviest shit on your brain and somehow audibly and verbally, you know, manifesting that and creating that, you know, or to express those feelings and what they're thinking. What is that moment like? You know, life is crazy and we forget or people fail to acknowledge, you know, a lot of people know. But these artists are human. These are people. And I think we had to say a little bit more a lot lately. But, you know, mental health and all, you know, these are people's personal lives. And we're only hearing, you know, a lot of people are still going through a lot of that shit. Or maybe they've come out on the other side of it. Or maybe they're losing. But this is that artistic expression. And... I think it's hard to describe how we feel, you know, be it writing or just being able to tell somebody what those like. But like I said, I played the Sun's Tirade so much and it was music that I walked to and I worked to and, you know, just listened to for my enjoyment. But just the same as I did, you know, Tirade, I did The House Is Burning. And... I've been going through a lot, and I'm about to go through a lot more very soon. I mean, right now, as we speak. And when I look back on a lot of these times, you actually what the soundtrack was, you're going to hear a lot of different names, a lot of different albums. But Zay's music, pinpoints a certain time where I've been hurt a lot and I've been impressionable to say the least you know but I listen to his music and I hear some of the same shit and he's just trying to figure that shit out you know we're from different places and in different situations drastically I don't have any kids um, but man, it's, a, it's, a, it's really an everyday struggle. And I guess you could say, you know, it's the heart and soul that people say that makes music timeless. You can hear and feel that, you know, in his music. And I'm thankful. Now, I do wish I could have seen The House is Burning while he was on tour. Hopefully, you know, the next album run, you know, I'll catch him. Definitely, like, with what I plan to be doing professionally, you know, personally, you know, podcast, music. I'm going to start, y'all going to start seeing me at these shows. We're going to make it happen. But 
just to give a couple more, you know, tracks. Like I said, headshots for the locals. Uh, R.P. Young. That is like, man, rainbow new. Like, come on. But R.P. Young specifically, though, that bass knocked so hard for such a chill motherfucking song. And the bitches said, I'm a cool cat. Fuck that. Tell the bitches I'm a top dog. Bitch. Oh, my. Like, I'm getting hype. And it's like, it's about to be one in the morning. Lay with you again with uh, Duke Deuce. Excuse me. Mr. Crunk himself. Crunking did like, you know, and that's big motherfuckers, right? I'm trying to learn this footwork. And I will. Give me time. I promise. Don't worry. My legs are nice for a reason. These calves are nice for a reason. I'm going to get some forces, and we're going to be all right. Claymore with Smino. I need more Smino with Isaiah. Then I can put him in that, like, freaking collaborator, you know, list. I need that in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Again, what you said is a, was one of my favorites, especially the video. The whole party is a vibe. Like, you, you can't beat it. But we're bringing the house is burning up. Because the last weekend of July, there was a random Zay leak called Music for the Vibers. And it does appear to be a lot of um, unfinished tracks and some of the cut tracks. Maybe a couple, they were from, because there is a deluxe for the houses burning that came out. And these are just, you know, some of the skin tracks. Just a lot of stuff that didn't come out. But you definitely hear that it's for this round of albums or this album, you know, per se, right? Because you can hear when artists made shit that was from years ago. We hear a lot of some old Kendrick verses that came out back that sound like he rapped them back in the Butterfly era. I was going to sound like when he was in this damn era, right? But Zay, he kind of stays consistent with how he sounds in some of the topic manner. But this does sound on brand with The House Is Burning. None of the turmoil from The House Is from um, The Sun's Tirade. But then Sylvia Demo, it doesn't sound as young as Sylvia Demo, right? So that's all that. But I will not get into the music on there yet because I want to sit with it, especially because there's not any of it on the streaming service. So I'm listening to it on YouTube. So go find it on YouTube. Just type in Music for the Vibers. And there is a track. And there's literally a small, like, two-second moment of Kendrick Lamar on the prayers, on the outro. And I think it's a two-part track. But it is called Music for the Vibers. And everything I just said before, you know, some way, somehow, he really does make music for motherfuckers to vibe to when you look up the word in a definition i feel like vibing and vibers has been played out so much but between his fan base and the music that he makes the past three times i've listened to it and i've been cooking i've been watering and i've been just writing you know just vibing sitting not doing anything right and i find myself bopping in you know, doing a two-step and chilling. And I'm also, like, reflecting at the same time. But there's something 
either he has figured out or they figured out, you know, while making the album, or something in him that, you know, is just in the talent, you know, that's his niche, right? That he's able to put it on wax. And something like that in the artist is, to me, one in very few. And we have all these artists and, you know, all these albums, and music, and all this. But Kanye just keeps making shit that nobody else can make. Pharrell, Kendrick, Wayne. How many people we hear try to do Wayne type shit? And flip them, bounce and do whatever they do with it. But nobody has ever come close. Some people do, I guess, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But it'll never be another. And I can't say that there will ever be another Isaiah Rashad. And it brings me a little joy to say that. Because I'm glad to have been able to experience this in my lifetime so far. You know what I'm saying? But... On that note, I, you know, am in mad transition right now, you know, life-wise. So, um, I'm going to keep these episodes coming. This is a couple of days late, you know, due to unforeseen, you know, instances. But um, I'm getting all that figured out, and I'm going to get settled somewhere. And when I do... I promise y'all we taking this to the moon. I'm taking myself to that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really know what's going to happen next. I just know that I'm putting everything into it. I am going for it all. So if you see me, you know, say what's up, you know. With that said, I'm not going to plug Twitter and Insta because I'm probably going to delete those. Or just not use them anymore. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a restart per se, but I will keep the same email. So if y'all got any questions? Some of your favorite Zayra Rashad tracks. Some of your favorite TDE tracks. What do you think of the leak? What do you think of? <coughs> excuse me. What do you think of Zayra Rashad himself? You know, hit me at J A L E E X A S cp at gmail.com that's jolly x ascp at gmail.com and this music for the vibers leak is the only leak that we need to talk about just shouts to zach you know I tried to send a message to make sure the niggas was cool. Was, was, I got off of work and I was seeing that shit. And I was like, what the fuck? But I only say it to say that I hope I expressed the genuine, you know, infatuation and love and care and appreciation that we have for, you know, his music. And Zay, if you ever hear this, yo music, nigga. And just him as a person, you know. He takes a lot of time between albums, and people say it's, that's forgotten, but actually a lot of motherfuckers are doing that. It's just the fact that a lot of motherfuckers are taking time between albums, and it ain't good. But whether it's quote-unquote good or not, they are, you know, we want to make sure the artist is okay. And 
I'm glad he is. And is at least it seems that way, you know, because he got to Coachella, man. Album out, hype, you know, through the bullshit. But he came out this year and he started with a video package, you know, everybody begging him out, whatever, whatever. And, you know, you see him crying, doing what's wrong, but the crowd is there. Everybody is there. These are all Zay fans. These are Isaiah Rashad fans. And you can't copy that. You can't manufacture that. You can't fake that whatsoever. And even if you can, it don't last forever. But... Alas, I am out of here, man. I'm going to go get me something to drink, some more water, actually. But this is coming out on early Thursday morning. That being said, please enjoy the weekend. If you see me, say what's up, man. I'm going to be up there somewhere. Be safe. Stay dangerous. And understand. I do this under purple lights. And so I will always be nice.